Hey guys, you are listening to your Champions League show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast and simulcasting on Locker Rooms. The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is your home to free daily video picks from the SGP network. It's like YouTube for sports gambling. Make sure to subscribe to our profile at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Roman. Roman is the straightforward way to take care of your erectile dysfunction. Just head to getroman.com slash SGP for $15 off your first month. That's getroman.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. From April 29th to May 4th, if you deposit on Underdog Fantasy, you'll have a chance to win $1 million in their best ball contest. That's right, $1 million. Sign up now at underdogfantasy.com and the promo code SGPN. That's underdogfantasy.com and the promo code SGPN. Uh, while we're letting people into the room, I have some uh, speaking requests here. I will take those shortly. Let me just let you know, uh, you can find all of my content over at lockbetting.com. That's lockbetting.com. My clients have just had their 95th month in a row of transparent track profit. Um, if you look at the end of this show, at the pinned tweet on my Twitter account, at SGP Soccer, that's at SGP Soccer, it will be the PL for last month where we made over £3,000. That's over $3,900 that we made our clients for April. And as I said, that was our 95th month in a row of Transparent Track Profit. And you can come on the journey to come along and win for the 96th month in a row if you sign up for May. So looking at the Champions League first, I have a speaker request here. Let me just uh, take this. No, actually it's gone. Um, if you do want to speak on this show, uh, I will take your calls between games. So I'm going to crack on here and do the first game, which is today's game. And then there'll be a little gap if you want to speak. I'll get you in in that gap. If not, we'll just proceed with the show. We begin here with Manchester City versus PSG, where Manchester City are the four to six favourites here to win this game today. In fact, that, that price has changed completely. Man City have been backed in even shorter than that. They're, no, they're now more widely available at 3-5. to five. It's 3-1 to one on the draw and it's 19-5 to five here on Paris. Perhaps that line movement has occurred because um, there's some doubts over how fit Kylian Mbappe is going to be. I think Kylian Mbappe will definitely make this game here today. Um, he didn't end up playing at the weekend. And I think for that reason, um, he will end up playing this game. I don't think he's going to be um, massively hindered by the injury that he has. But at the same time, even when he was fine in the last game, he didn't have a massive impact in that Manchester City game. However, PSG with Neymar and Mbappe and the combination of the players that they have did work out a way to dominate the game in the first half against Manchester City, although in the second half, things fell apart. I don't know whether that was a case of Manchester City figuring things out or whether that was a case of PSG becoming a little bit more conservative and trying to protect what they had. I'm not too sure. But what ended up happening was is that Manchester City's press 
wasn't working at all in the first half where PSG were managing to penetrate the press by just passing through those lines and being able to accurately find balls with the quality players that they have into the higher end of the pitch. Whereas in the second half, they were dilly-dallying a lot more with the ball in their own in their own third and Manchester City were picking them off and having a lot of possession in the final third and eventually they were able to, to break through and score the two goals. What I will say is if you look at the two goals in that game, both of them were, were, were two goals that shouldn't have occurred. And that will obviously be a positive for PSG. Obviously, it's a massive negative that you're coming into this game 2-1 down from the first leg. But the positive will be Kevin De Bruyne scores from a cross, a cross ball that, that ended up going into the back of the net because the goalkeeper was unsighted. Um, the second time, the goalkeeper was unsighted again. But his fucking wall move out of the way and this ball ends up going through the wall and into the net from Mahrez. That shouldn't be happening. That shouldn't be happening at a much lower level of football than this. But to see that happen in the Champions League, to be too pussy to stand in the wall and to move away and leave that massive gap is completely unacceptable. And if PSG do go out of the competition, it will be because their wall didn't manage to hold their ground for a free kick. That's a ridiculous reason to go out. And I've spoken about both of these two teams and I've spoken about how they are, they look like they're the massive favourites of this competition. But I still believe whoever gets through the other semi-final has a chance because these two teams notoriously choke specifically in this competition. It's insane how either Manchester City or PSG with the resources that they have haven't managed to win this competition already. But that's down to their own that's down to their own choking. Like they're notorious for doing it. And it's absolutely no guarantee that if either one of them get to the Champions League final and are massive favourites, that they will actually go through and win this competition. We'll look at the outright markets at the end, but we'll talk about this particular game and what I like I think the easiest play here, and I'm surprised you're getting it at plus money, is to take both teams to score. That one here is available at 8-13. to 13. I cannot see a situation where both teams don't score in this game. This PSG team has scored in 44 of the last 46 Champions League games, only failing to score against Bayern Munich in the two games against Munich that they've had in that period, including the Champions League final. That's a real bad time to shit the bed and not score. But in 44 of the other 46, they have scored. So they'll score today at Manchester City, I've no doubt. City, I think, will also score. So that really is a solid play. Uh, PSG have won their last 10 away games in all competitions. And when you look at the defeats that Manchester City have had in the EPL, they've been at home to Leeds. They've been at home to Manchester United. In fact, in the Manchester United game, this team were dominated. And I'm not saying this City team aren't as good as they are on, on paper, or aren't as good as their results indicate, but they do have chinks in their armour and teams have been able to find them. And Manchester United certainly found them by pressing high against Manchester City and winning the ball and, and out-Man city Man City in that one particular game. Now, I'm not saying that Manchester United, as a Man United supporter, people will be saying, oh, you're bigging up your own team. Not at all. Manchester City have not had the consistency by any means that Manchester City have shown throughout this season. But they're two or three players away from challenging for the league. And on that particular day, they completely neutralised Manchester City and found a game plan to beat them on their own patch, which was taking the ball up off the pitch as high as they possibly could and causing problems in that final third. I mean, they won a penalty in under two minutes from doing exactly that. And that's what PSG will do in this game. This tie isn't over. 
And when you look at the fact that Manchester City scored two goals that they shouldn't have scored, I think you're getting value here taking PSG on the double chance market to be able to avoid a defeat of 5-4. to four. Although the obvious player, if you want to make money today and, and not sweat it, I think will be taking both teams to score here, which, as I said, is available at 8-13 to 13 in this one. Moving on to tomorrow's game, we have Chelsea at home to Real Madrid, where Chelsea are the favourites on the money line at 6-5. to five. It's 9-4 to four here on the draw, and it's 12-5 to five on Real Madrid. Chelsea, favourites here to, to win on the money line, obviously, and favourites to go through in the tie overall. Significant favourites, in fact. They're available at 4-7, to seven, and Real Madrid are available at 5-4. to four. Don't really agree with these odds, because if Real Madrid go to Stamford Bridge tomorrow and score a goal. This looks like a very, very different tie. And they could even score this goal after Chelsea scored a first goal. If Chelsea scored a first goal in this game and go 1-0 up and Real Madrid make it one all, who's the pressure on? Is the pressure on Real Madrid or Chelsea? Let me explain why it's all on Chelsea. Chelsea can score the next goal and go 2-1 up in this game. But if Real Madrid score the next goal, then they are through. They go through with a score draw that's higher than then 1-1. In fact, if it gets to 1-1 and it then goes through to extra time and Real Madrid score the goal in extra time, Chelsea can't force penalties with a 2-2. They're out of the competition at 2-2. The away goals will benefit Real Madrid. If Real Madrid score twice tomorrow at Stamford Bridge, it's game over for Chelsea because this team have shown in recent weeks or ever since Tuchel took over, in fact, throughout the entire season, they're not capable of scoring three goals against top opposition. Maybe against some inferior opposition, they've been able to do that. But overall, this attack has been disappointing. They haven't clicked. I know Havertz has been good in recent weeks, but overall, he's had a bad season. Pulisic hasn't looked the same as he's looked last season. I don't think we've seen the best of Werner by any means at all this season. Zayac hasn't been at his best. Um, Hudson-Odoi hasn't reached his potential. This as There's an attacking unit. Chelsea haven't clicked so far. Personally... I think they'll be aware of that. I think we'll see a cagey opening. I think we'll be looking for Real Madrid to nick this game. I also think we'll be looking for Chelsea to nick this game. I think under two and a half goals could cash again. I know last time it was a bit of a sweat and I took that as my pick last time. But it still managed to came come through. We had a crazy 10-15-minute um, period in that game. And then it came down to both teams neutralising each other. And actually, when you look at the balance of play and the statistics from the second half of that game, as much as you feel like it was a sweat, that undercashed relatively easily. Under two and a half goals have been scored in, in, uh, in 20 of Chelsea's last 23 fixtures. And under two and a half goals have also been produced in five of Real Madrid's last six this Real Madrid team, though, are unbeaten in 19 matches. And that's key because the only way they remain unbeaten and go out of this competition is if they play out a nil-nil draw tomorrow. I think Madrid will score. This Chelsea team have failed to win three of their last four home games. And tomorrow, they are the four to seven favourites to progress in the Champions League and six to five on the money line. My pick here will be on the under, but my strongest play here will be on Real Madrid to win this game. And as a, uh, to, sorry, to qualify here. And as a neutral, I'm telling you, this is what you want to happen. Now, unless you hate Real Madrid and you're pissed off about the whole situation, uh, the European Super League situation, which were they were the main club pushing through Perez, their president, unless you absolutely hate Real Madrid, 
I think you want this Champions League final to come fruition because Chelsea will be going to the Champions League final to get beat. I think PSG will find a way to beat them. I think it'll be a very, very dull and cagey game where, where Tuchel sets up defensively and the moment of quality will come from PSG. The moment of quality will come from Manchester City. That will be a 1-0, possibly a 2-0 final. It will not be an entertaining game. With Real Madrid, it may not be an entertaining game, but Zinazine Zidane with these players can set them up to win that game. I understand that you have a bunch of 30-year-olds in this team. I understand this is a team that at some point in the next two, three years needs to be a team that enters a transitional period because you can't keep getting much out of Ramos. You can't keep getting much out of Modric. You can't keep getting this much out of Cruz and Karim Benzema. You just can't keep squeezing the juice out of these players. You can't continue to do it but you can do it this season. You can still win the La Liga title and you can win this Champions League. So I'm going to go for Real Madrid to qualify here from this one and that is available at 5-4. to four. Looking at the outright markets, obviously Manchester City off the back of winning it way to PSG have become more significant favourites. They are available at 4-6. We have them in the future from the start of the season at 3-1, to one, which is good for my clients. Um, Chelsea are next up here at 10 to 3. Real Madrid out to 5 to 1, which is bigger than they were going into the, the last game. I think if you shop around, they're even bigger than that. And PSG are absolutely massive. 12 to 1 on PSG is absolutely ludicrous. They are more than capable of winning away to Manchester City. And if they can win by 2 1, they force extra time. Um, if they win by any other scoreline other than 1 0, they'll qualify here from this game. So ludicrous, ludicrous price that you're getting this team here at 12 to 1. Uh, I may have a little sprinkle on that myself. Up next, we are going to look at the Europa League. We have no callers here, so we will move on. We'll look at the outright markets there. We're off the back of Manchester United destroying AS Roma. They are now available at 1-2 to two to win that tournament. Arsenal at 7-2, Villarreal at 7-2 and AS Roma all the way out at 150-1 to one because their tournament is done. We'll begin with Arsenal at home to Villarreal, where Arsenal are the even money favourites on the money line. It's 13 to 5 on the draw and it's 3 to 1 on Villarreal. Uh, the qualification odds here see Arsenal as the 6 to 5 underdogs, with Villarreal currently available at 8 to 13. I think that's way too short here on this Villarreal team. There's, there's, there's something about Arsenal in this competition this season. I mean, they looked in trouble against Slavia Prague who were the conquerors of all the other British teams, and they absolutely destroyed him. And that was a, a, a very popular victory all across Europe, given the, the racism issues that we've seen at Slavia Prague. And Arsenal absolutely pulled their pants down and destroyed them. Um, we looked at Arsenal, who looked like they were going out to Benfica, and they managed to mount a late comeback in that game and managed to get through. And here in a situation against Villarreal, this team were 2-0 down. This team had 10 men. It looked like Villarreal were going to absolutely spank them like Man United spanked Roma. And we were setting up a Man United-Villarreal final already after one leg with about 30 minutes to go. That was the scenario. Arsenal scored in that game with 10 men. And then Villarreal were down to 10 men and Arsenal were the team chasing an equaliser. They didn't get it, but they have all the momentum coming into this. They also won at the weekend with their second team away to Newcastle. So when you look at this Arsenal team, realistically, no matter what um, Mikel Arteta says... 
Their Premier League season is over. They're not going to qualify for the Champions League. They're not even going to qualify for Europe through their Champions uh, through their EPL position. This is it for them. This is the entire season, and there is a possibility of the all English final. And I think we get it. The problem is for me. Is six to five on Arsenal to qualify doesn't represent enough enough value when they're even money on the money line. And look, I've been stung by this bullshit before this season. I took Juventus to qualify against Lyon um, when they were two one down from the first leg. They ended up winning on the money line and not qualifying from the tie. And it was a neg- negligible difference between them to qualify and for them to win on the money line. I think it was four to six qualification and four to seven on the money line. So. I've been stung by this shit and I'm not going to take the risk. I'm not going to take a six to five for them to qualify when it, when, it, when it requires a bit more to do when I'm getting even money on the money line. And that's going to be my play. Um, there's no real major statistical data here that supports why I'm going down this route. I just think Arsenal are the better team. I just think they'll find a way to get it done. And I just think that we will end up getting this uh, Manchester United um, Arsenal Champions, uh, sorry, Europa League final. The only issue here, though, for this one is that Arsenal haven't kept a clean sheet in any of their last nine home games. So they may need to score a few goals here to get this done. Uh, both teams have also scored in five of Arsenal's last nine home matches. Arsenal actually haven't won any of their last five at the Emirates. And this Villarreal team have managed to remain unbeaten in 13 Europa League fixtures this season. So we are looking at a very significant data fade here. It's a fade of the data. And I understand a lot of um, American cappers, um, you see them just kind of going straight down the line with the data. This is the data. This is the percentage. This is the trend. This is hit on 62% at a time or whatever. I mean, this is a lot more of a gut handicapping sport. And uh, I think my gut here tells me that Arsenal do find a way here to get it done. As for the other game, what can you really do with that one? It's 6-2 to Man United going into this second leg. It is a bit of an irrelevant game. It's probably, well, it's not probably, it's definitely the most irrelevant game we're covering here on this show. 13-5 Roma, 29-10 to draw, and 10-11 on Manchester United. I think the best way to play this is to take both teams to score and to tackle the over 2.5 here in this one. Um, I think Roma are going to come out. Obviously, they need to score four goals and that will leave them susceptible at the back to conceding another. But I do think Roma will be able to find their own goals here in this game as well. I think a high-scoring game, it's pretty much a friendly as far as I'm concerned. There's no real way that I see Roma winning 4-0. I understand they overturned a ridiculous result against Barcelona a few years ago, but... Barcelona were having big problems during that period um, going away from home and maintaining the leads that they had from the new Camp games. I mean, they got overturned by Liverpool as well. I mean, I think that was just an inherent problem that Barcelona have. I don't see the same thing happening here. I think Man United go through comfortably. I think it goes without saying. And um, I think Roma give it a go. And I think that leads us to goals here at both ends in this one. So over 2.5 goals and both teams to score will be the play here for this game. Closing out with a lock on the show. Now, I've talked about a lot of stuff and there's a lot of plus money stuff here on this show. But by definition, what the lock should really be is your most sound investment that I feel most confident about coming through. And the thing that I feel most confident about coming through into fruition here on this show will be both teams scoring here in tonight's game. So that's going to be your rock solid lock for the show. But as I said, there's a lot of stuff that I like. If you want to get all of my official plays, head over to lockbetting.com. I'll be posting out that tweet 
tweet shortly and you can look at my uh, my tweet for my PL for the month of April. But if you head over to the lockbetting.com site, you can see all of the previous PLs that we've put out. So that concludes this edition of your Europa League show and your Champions League show. Good luck with all of your bets as always, guys. And thanks for listening.